0: Rise and shine. Wake up and get to the bag, God damn it, Lord woke us up, we might as well get to this bag. Now, it's your boy Vinciano the Prince, and I am back here at the Get to the Bag podcast. I know it's been a while, but we're here for episode 10. Now, if you're like me and, uh... <laughs> you're in quarantine because of all of this crazy coronavirus stuff i'm here to provide you all the news and entertainment that you need because i understand how hard it is out here trying to maintain your sanity when uh, everybody's freaking out over this coronavirus so first let's let's uh, catch up let's catch up um it's been a while and uh, it's crazy because normally we start off with sports and sports is basically canceled <laughs> So, you know, let's talk about all of the new things that happened in the NFL free agency because free agency did start yesterday. Um, Rest in peace of the basketball season. I don't think they'll bring that back. But if they do, that would be great. But um, I would be highly surprised if they actually do bring it back just because with everything going on right now, you know, it's just... uh, Too much of a risk, and I feel like they don't have enough information to protect the players and the fans, you know, in the case that, you know, this thing continues to run rampant. But hopefully it doesn't, and um, I don't expect it to. So, 2020 free agency. Let's see what's going on. First, the winners, big winners of the first day of free agency, got to give it to the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, the Arizona Cardinals, you got to really understand what this team is doing got to see the vision of what it is that they're trying to do they gave away david johnson and got deandre hopkins okay deandre hopkins we're talking about probably a top five receiver not probably definitely a top five receiver if not the number one receiver in the nfl he doesn't drop passes makes big plays and he is not i repeat he is not a distraction okay We talking about a guy up there with Julio Jones as far as professionalism and what he brings to the table. So, as well as a 2020 second round pick and a 2021 fourth round pick, that's what the Texans got back. Now, I heard some people try to say the Texans made a smart move. This is a a, a good long-term move. They didn't want to pay DeAndre Hopkins. I don't want to hear none of that. I know a bad deal when I see a bad deal, okay? They tore into the New York Giants, my team. They tore into them so hard when they traded Odell Beckham Jr. and they got a first-round pick, okay? Kevin Zeitler, okay, and Jabril Peppers, okay? We got all of that back for Odell Beckham Jr. And uh, Olivier Vernon, who was over the hill and always hurt, And people try to destroy the New York Giants for that. Where is the outrage for DeAndre Hopkins? I don't see it. Some people are shocked, but I don't see it. Okay? Now, the Arizona Cardinals also do have Kenyon Drake. They go on a place on a transition tag. And Larry Fitzgerald's coming back for another season. And they also do have Jordan Phillips that they just signed as a defensive tackle option. So the Cardinals, they they're making some moves. They're racking up, you know. The Falcons, they went and they got Tyler Davison, three-year deal, $12 million, 4.5 guaranteed. Uh, and then they got Hayden Hurst, tight end, acquired through trade with the Ravens, along with the 2020 fourth-round pick. Okay, the Ravens, they made a lot of big moves. Now the Ravens, they got Michael Brock, uh, Michael Brockers, excuse me. And they got him, a defensive tackle, three years, $30 million, $21 million fully guaranteed. But these are the other big moves they made. They got Calisius Campbell, defensive end from Jacksonville, a veteran, somebody who still can make a lot of high productivity on the field, and somebody who's a good locker room guy, okay? They're finalizing a two-year, $27 million deal with Campbell. Okay, and it's gonna be 20 million guaranteed. It's looking like 20 to 25 million guaranteed is the new trend right now that I'm seeing, and uh, and, uh, and I believe there's gonna be even more trades coming. But they're doing good so far, all right? Now, Matt Judon, the team placed him on franchise tag. I already pretty much knew they was gonna do that. I didn't think they were gonna be able to get a deal done for Matthew Judon, and uh, I was correct. But uh, moving on, uh, the Buffalo Bills a very good trade. They got Stefan Diggs. Okay, they got him from the Vikings. Now they got him, and along with a twenty twenty seventh round pick in exchange for a twenty twenty first round pick. All right, you got a fifth round pick, sixth round pick, and a twenty twenty first fourth round pick. Okay, all of that goes to the Vikings. For Stephon Diggs. All right. Now that's a good trade. Okay. They got multiple draft picks. Okay. You got multiple. You got a lot of picks here for this guy right here. And you can't be mad at that. They picked up Josh Norman, which is going to do good for their defense. And it's a one year, $6 million contract. So you're looking good there with the Bills as far as what they're picking up. They got an offensive guard, three years. Quentin Spain, all right, fifteen million dollar contract. That's good, solid moves. Okay, now the Panthers, Kyle Allen, they got the exclusive rights for him for a one year extension. They're gonna keep him around. They got uh, Russell Oakum, The Panthers uh, tentative agreed to acquiring him from uh, the Chargers, and uh, exchange for a guard, uh, Trier Turner. And now you got Steph, uh, Stephen. Wethery agreeing to a two-year deal who's a defensive end for $12.5 million. Now, um, the Panthers, they got a new head coach. They got a head coach from uh, from college making his uh, NFL debut as coach. Um, if we have an NFL season, <laughs> that is, hopefully. Um, so, we're going to see what's his vision in the draft, what guys he want to get, what guys he want to get, and what guys, you know, he want to build. Now, the Chicago Bears—they got Jimmy Graham. That was their biggest pickup, two-year deal, sixteen million. Can't be mad at that, given uh, you know, some weapons to the guy over there, Travinsky. All right, then you got Danny Tre- Trevathan, linebacker, agrees to a three-year extension, twenty-one point seventy-five million. Now that's the best value because it's about twenty-four million, around twenty-four million for a linebacker of his uh, status. And the deal includes $14 million guaranteed, which is good. It's a solid one. I mean, the Bears, they need a lot. They need to work on their running game because I don't think their passing game is really it. Uh, the Bengals, they got A.J. Green. Placed him on franchise tag, of course. Um, the Cleveland Browns. Now, the Browns made an interesting move. Okay, the Browns made a very interesting move in free agency. They went out, and they got Case Keenum. To a three-year, eighteen million-dollar deal, ten million guarantee. Now, what exactly does that mean? Okay, you you got Keenum, you got the veteran. Now we already know there's a good chance Case Keenum is probably not gonna start straight up. but is he the guy that they think that's gonna take over and take Baker Mayfield's job? I mean, that's interesting. Kareem Hunt was placed on a second-round tender um, on the restricted free agent, so he's staying. Austin Hopper agrees with the Browns, so four-year, forty-four million. Deal 23 million guaranteed in the first two years. Okay. And then you got Jack Conklin. Um offensive tackle agrees to a three-year, $42 million deal with the Browns. Uh, one of the top tier tackles in free agency. Now Dallas, we go into Dallas, man. Disrespectful Dallas. They went and they franchise tag Dak Prescott and They went and gave Amari Cooper a five-year, $100 million deal, including $60 million guaranteed, which is wild because I've never seen a team pay their wide receiver before they play their quarterback. So, yeah, Jerry, I don't know. Jerry, he's he's tweaking. Uh, You got Blake Jarwin, tight end, re-signed Cowboys three-year deal, $24.25 million, $9.25 million guaranteed. Cowboys still looking confused, but with the new playoff and CBA rules, with there being, I believe, two more wild card games, two more spots for a team to try to make the playoffs, the Cowboys will definitely probably always be in the playoffs now since you can pass with mediocrity getting into the playoffs and uh, and that extra 17th game being played. On to the Denver Broncos, we got A.J. Boye. Cornerback acquired through trade. We see that earlier by uh Jacksonville. And it's in exchange for a 2024 round pick. And that trade is uh it's official. And uh after that you got Graham uh Glasgow uh, agreed to a four-year $44 million deal, $25 million guaranteed. Then you got Justin Simmons, uh the safety placed on franchise tag. Uh Detroit Lions, interesting on what they're gonna do since they I think they pick above us in the draft. You got Jamie Collins, linebacker agrees to terms, three year deal, 30 million, solid deal, 18 million, fully guaranteed. And then you got uh Vito. Hello. I'm sorry, I'm butchering this name. I already know. Hello Palavate Vita. Vito. Ah, oh, I killed your name. I'm sorry, bro. Offensive tackle agrees to a five-year deal, $50 million deal. Uh, I mean, you know offensive tackle you need that you won't pay him. Uh Green Bay Packers, um you got Christian uh Kersay, uh signing a two year sixty million dollar deal and then you got Rick Wagner offensive tackle. Wagner agrees to a deal Moving on to the Texans. Oh, the confused Texans. What are you doing? You got Randall Cobb. Three-year, $27 million deal, $18.75 million. I believe that's their range for wide receiver. I believe they want their other wide receivers to shine, and they don't want to pay above that for a wide receiver. That's why they got rid of DeAndre Hopkins, which they will probably, most definitely um, regret. Uh you got...
1: Darren Fells,
0: tight end, resigned with the Texans, two-year, $7 million deal. David Johnson, uh, they got him off the trade I talked about. You got A.J. McCarron, he resigns with the Texans one year for $1 million deal. And then Bradley Roby, you got him for a three-year, $36 million deal. And then uh, Kamai Fairbain uh, re-signed with the Texans for a four-year deal. 17.65 million dollar deal He's a kicker So I don't know what the Texans are trying to do I'm, I'm guessing they want to go in the draft And probably draft another receiver To replace uh, DeAndre Hopkins But uh, I'm still at a loss On what the direction is for them They're just uh, they're confusing me out here um, Moving on to the Colts The Colts traded away Their first round draft pick Their number 13 overall pick For DeForest Buckner defensive tackle From the 49ers which is interesting The Colts um, are giving Buckner A massive extension worth $21 million A year they're looking to probably Get back to that nasty Defensive line they were known for um, So they can uh, Bring that rush because we we All know how their D-backs are And then Anthony uh, Constanzo Offensive tackle agreed to a two year $33 million contract And stays with Indianapolis you got Jacksonville, you're not uh, unique and knockway edge placed on franchise tag. I think they, they probably might trade him. Hopefully my giants go grab him. Kansas City Chiefs, the Super Bowl winning Kansas City Chiefs, Super Bowl champs. They uh they signed Chris Jones, defensive tackle, placed him on franchise tag, and then Damon Williams, running back. They uh picked him up for a 2.3 million dollar contract option for 2020 os vegas raiders i'm still trying to get used to saying that you got nick uh kowalski linebacker agreed to a three-year 21 million dollar contract uh 13.5 million guaranteed and then they got mariota agreed to a contract with the raiders we didn't get an actual contract yet so we'll keep our eyes on that and then you got austin eckler running back agrees to a four-year deal 24.5 million contract that includes 15 million guaranteed He's a solid uh, he's a solid back. You know, he can give you a lot. You know, he can run the ball, find uh, the holes, got good vision, pause. And uh, he definitely uh, is a catching uh, running back also. Henry, uh, Hunter Henry, tied in, plays on franchise tag, which is interesting. And then uh, Troy Aterna, uh, offensive guard for the Chargers, tentatively agrees to Contract the Rams, no moves, and the Dolphins. I'm gonna start start calling them the Brinch Brinch Truck Dolphins. Um, the Brinch Truck Dolphins. uh No, let's just matter of fact, let's call them the Mega Rain Dolphins. That makes sense in uh, Miami, South Florida. Uh, South Florida, you know how they get down down there. Let's call them the Mega Rain Dolphins. They went and they signed. Okay. Oh man. They went and signed Eric Flowers. Now, if you're a New York Giants fan and you know about the NFC East or watch the games, you're no stranger to Eric Flowers. Okay? This is a guy the New York Giants drafted in the first round. All right? Never played up to his talent. Okay? Never could really play left guard. The Redskins signed him, moved to right tackle. I mean, I mean left tackle. They moved him to right tackle, I believe. Maybe moved him to guard. Talks a lot of trash about the Giants. Goes on the Redskins. They have a trash year. He does subpar, of course. And somehow he comes out with a three-year, $30 million contract with $19.95 million. Fully guaranteed. And this is probably one of the biggest busts the Giants have had in the first round. Because you got to think about it. He was an offensive tackle. You get a tackle in the first round, he has to be good. If he's mediocre, he's he's you could have got him in the fourth or fifth round. He's mediocre. He's a bust. He's definitely a bust. He's, he's definitely a bust. Dude is a straight bum. All right. Byron Jones got a ridiculous deal where he's getting $17 million a year, making him the highest-paid cornerback. And the second highest-paid cornerback is Xavier Rose, who's also – no, Xavier Howard, who's also on the Dolphins. So, Dolphins, they're cashing out at cornerback. I know one thing. They better have – the best covering corners Alright I'm talking about They've been having a lot of interceptions Or it may be a lot of low score games over there And then they went and got Shaq Lawson To a three year uh, 30 million dollar deal uh, Edge rusher um, And then Kyle Van Nooy, uh, Who all played for The uh, Patriots Goes to the Dolphins for a four year 51 million dollar deal 30 million guaranteed so I mean the Dolphins They cashed out you got to 30 million dollar contract here You got a cornerback making 17 million a year You got your edge rusher 30 million dollar contract And then you you got Van Noyen On a huge contract So they, they're cashing out So I don't expect them To make too many more moves But I do expect them To trade a couple of their picks Because it looks like they're going hard In free agency So they can stack up on some of these uh, Some of these veterans I guess Vikings, you got CJ Hamm uh, fullback, re-signed with the Vikings four-year deal, $12.25 You got Anthony Harris, safety team placed him on franchise tag, and then you got Eric Wilson, the linebacker uh, placed a second-year tender. Now, the Patriots, it just came out today that Tom Brady will not be going back with the New England Patriots, so for the first time in a very, very long time, at least what 20 years or so, Tom Brady will be Putting on another jersey. Now, who, what team? I'm not sure. Um, if you had to ask me right now, I would say, I would say probably Tom Brady would fit on a team like I think he would fit on a team like the Raiders. I do think he'll fit on the Raiders. Mariota is the backup. Uh Trey Derek Carr. Besides the Raiders, besides the Raiders, the only other team I can really see him on is possibly Tampa Bay. The Raiders and Tampa Bay are the only two teams I can see Tom Brady on uh, as far as right now in my predictions for him signing. Um, no other team really pops out at me that I can see best fits him. As of right now, uh... Or Nah, I'm not going to say that team yeah, yeah, that's the only team, I'm sticking with them So, uh, the Patriots did uh, Resign Devin McCourty Two year, $23 million Contract, $17 million guaranteed So it looks like uh, He's uh Matthew Slater Agrees to a two year Extension Okay, And a $5.3 million deal And an offensive guard placed on franchise tag And you know how the Patriots go They don't spend a lot of money in free agency They don't spend a lot of money at all They just—they—they they make moves how they make moves Okay Now The New Orleans Saints They got Drew Brees Resigning him to a two year Deal. So it looks like Breeze he's playing. He's here. He's here to stay. Uh, they got David uh, on Yamada, defensive tackle, re-signing with the Saints. Three-year, $27 million deal. Now to my New York Giants. Okay. We got uh James Bradbury, cornerback, agrees to a three-year $45 million deal, $32 million guaranteed. I love that deal. I uh, like uh, Bradbury. Uh, he's a solid solid corner. He's only like 26 years old. He's a definitely you know, showed that he can cover man-to-man. He's covered some of the best receivers in his division, which are some of the best receivers in the league. I think he's going to come and bring that intensity. I think him and DeAndre Baker, are both on the outsides, are going to be playing physical, man-to-man defense. I feel like... Also, one thing that used to kill the Giants is them putting other teams, putting star receivers in the slot. I can see him being as a guy who follows the star receiver. Like, this is your guy for the week. This is your guy for the week. And I feel like that's going to be the same with De'Andre Baker. And that's the type of football I think we need to play. Because the type of zones and and defensive scheme James Bedford was doing last year was horrible, okay? It didn't work, okay? You have to understand. I'm a firm believer that you have to make your system fit your team, okay? If you got to go out and get all of these people to fit your system and the system still ain't working, it's you. You got to adjust. You can't just say, oh, we're going to do this and y'all got to make it. No, we got to adjust. Now, uh, we didn't have the best corners last year, but I could tell which coverages we had no business running. You know, and I'm on the couch watching it. Um, we got Blake Martinez, linebacker, uh, on a three-year deal, $30 million contract. I love that contract even more because that guy, he's a straight-up great tackler, and one of the worst things the Giants had was tackling last year. I believe some people call him Alec Ogletree uh, 2.0. Uh, I really think he's different. I'm not going to put him in Alec's, uh same bracket. I feel like we got him too late. Um, I feel like... This is a good young linebacker, you know. Uh, what I've been hearing is people saying, you know, he can't cover this, that, and the third. I mean, let's be real. There's not too many linebackers that can cover, you know. But if you can tackle, I can, I can rock with that. I can rock with that. We can work with our ways around covering, especially if they go out and get Isaiah Simmons with the fourth overall pick. It's like, we'll have people for that, or we'll figure that out. But if you can't tackle, then... It don't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I've seen it, okay? And he's young, he's fast. Well, he's not that fast, but I feel like he can, He has a good agility. He can get to the ball carrier. He can make plays. That's what we need. We got Leonard Williams on a franchise tag. I didn't really want us to do that, but after hearing and, and people explaining how the franchise tag works for Leonard Williams, he can actually actively see what his market is. And if someone does sign him, we benefit from it. I feel like this will be a good experience for him to earn his money and for him to see that, you know, if you want to be the top-tier D-tackles, then now you got to go show us. You got a season to go show us now. I mean, hopefully. New York Jets, they got George Font agreed to a three-year deal, $27.3 million, max value of $30 million, trying to fix that offensive line. The Jets went stupid in free agency last year, so I expect them to make a lot of moves. You got the Eagles. They went and got Javon Hargrave, uh, nose tackle, three-year, $39 million deal. That includes $26 million fully guaranteed. Um, they went and got Nate Sudfed another contract for a one-year deal. Uh, we got to see what the Eagles going to do. It looks like they're not going to go ham in free agency, so they're probably going to look to stack up in the draft, hopefully, because uh, they were hurt last year. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, Bud Dupree. They got him off the edge. Place a franchise tag on him. The 49ers, they got Eric Armstead, defensive line, re-signed with the 49ers on a five-year contract worth 85 million. And then they got Jimmy Ward, re-signed in 49ers for a three-year contract, 28.5 million. Now we got on to the Seahawks. We got Jacob Hollister, tight end. The team's giving Hollister a second-round. Tender, um, then they got Greg Olson signing a one-year, $7 million deal. for feel like he's going to do solid over there. Um, and then they got Jared Reed, defensive tackle, re-signing with the Seahawks for a two-year, $23 million contract. Now, on Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they got Shaq, Shaquille Barrett off the edge, placing him a franchise tag on him. And then Jason Pierre-Paul re with the Buccaneers for a two-year, $27 million deal. Uh, now, the Tennessee Titans, right? This is my second-to-last team, and then we are done with all the updates for free agency. The Tennessee Titans, they got Derrick Henry placed on a franchise tag because you know he wants a lot of money. They re-signed Tannehill to a four-year, $118 million deal, $62 million fully guaranteed. They will, I'm 100% sure they will regret that deal. Um, And then they got Dennis Kelly, offensive Tackle three-year, twenty-one million dollar deal, eight-point-seven million guaranteed. And last, the Washington Redskins—they got Kendall Fuller, four-year contract, forty million. And then they got Brandon Brandon Scruff placed on franchise tag as the offensive guard, and Wes Welsler, what? Wisler signed a three-year deal, thirteen-point-five million. My bad West, I just mentioned your name. So those are some of the biggest things in free agency. So you know what's going on. And with all of these moves going on, right? What are we seeing? What are the trends? With there being an extra game, more playoff games, the cap kind of went up, and players are going to get paid more. That's what it, that's what it looks like. A lot of people saying, "Oh, guys getting overpaid." And listen, this is the game, man. They have to get paid now. If you thought they should have got paid before, they got to get paid now. They added 17 games, okay? There's more playoff games. There's more action. There's more stuff going on. So these guys, they're going to want their money, all right? Especially with the market value keep going up and up and up, right? Now, look, the Dolphins just raised the cornerback market to now. Corners are going to want, a top-tier corner is going to want $17 million. 18 million a year, which is outrageous, because really that's what you was playing for, an edge rusher. So, you know, I'm an NFC East, you know, fan because you know my team's in the NFC East, and I'm a Giants fan. So, for a team like the Eagles and the Redskins, and you know, even the Cowboys, if you don't got your defense zip tight you going out and get people in free agency, you're going to have to spend some big money. Now, the Giants probably are basically done. They got one more guy. They got, like, a tight end. But I don't see them making too much more moves in free agency. I think everything else is going to be really just building through the draft. We do got 10 picks. Um, What they're going to do for the draft we still don't know. I, I anticipate them having the draft just with no fans because of the whole coronavirus scare. But at the same time, you know, we got to make sure that you know, everything is still run properly. I mean, these guys still got to be evaluated. Some pro, A lot of pro days still didn't happen. So, I, I really don't know where they're going to go with the draft. But as far as I understand, I understand, the season is still on. Everything is still on. So, we're going to see what happens. Um, I, I'm a firm believer that this, uh, this offseason, a lot of guys are going to be getting even more contracts because just the scarcity of talent right now because not everybody knows what they're getting, especially like you know, we I haven't heard anything about the NFL players getting the coronavirus but sh- if players start getting it some players are just chalked and they won't be able to play, then the talent pool is really going to be even hard to pick from, so we're going to have to sit and wait and see uh, on these updates on what's going on but that's what's going on in the sports world we already know the NBA shut down NCAA shut down, only thing we really can't bank on is football coming back later on in the year, and then everything kind of resumes, I, I didn't hear the UFC cancel the events yet, but uh, Dana White did say if it's something where, you know, people can't come outside and stuff like that, then they'll shut down, I mean, them shutting down bars and wineries should be, that should be the last uh, little hint that, yeah, I don't know, we should have people in the cages fighting. <laughs> When uh, they don't even want people touching hands, so um, I definitely think that uh, they'll they'll probably postpone a lot of fights and uh, and stuff like that. Um, So in entertainment news, what we got going on in the entertainment world, Um, we got a lot of stuff that just dropped on Netflix. Okay, Um, we got a lot of little stuff that just dropped. for your, uh, <laughs> your quarantine-watching ability, okay? Because I understand that, um, you know, there's people who can't go to work, such as myself. You know, I can only really work my overnight job. And, um, and there's people who really are just... stay home do you know how many people that are home right now that probably ain't been home this long with their families do you know the amount of suffering that's going on right now babysitters ain't babysitting it's 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 a lot going on right now this is like serious business okay it's really not a game so we want to definitely stay safe out there but we want to be entertained want to just be in the house and not have nothing to do so some of the things that i've been watching that i've been seeing that i think are good options for you to watch on um on netflix is um some of the newer shows shows that they dropped in um ah yes there it is right here i was looking for it so i can uh, actually look at it so um some of the things we're gonna talk about uh first we got kingdom if you didn't watch kingdom kingdom is basically about um uh zombies but in uh rural japan um not rural japan rural china so we talking back still had swords and bows and stuff. So the first season doesn't have that many episodes, okay? The first season don't got that many episodes, only 6. Each one is about a good hour. Now, this is high action. We talking about I like how they do the zombies in this. They ain't no slow zombie. These are like they running at you. they acting crazy. Okay? The the plot is great. It isn't subtitled, sorry. Um I wanted to do the international stamps first. Um It isn't subtitles, but, I mean, you got time to read shit. (laughs) So, I mean, if you're looking for something uh, a little scary with a great plot, okay, Kingdom Season 2 is on Netflix right now. You can binge that first season in no time, and then the second season got another six episodes for you. So if you want something spicy, something a little scary, Kingdom is definitely, definitely a very good joint. I just finished it, and the plot, where they're going with it, I love it. Um... uh. Keep going with the kind of thriller, scarier waves. Season 2 of Castlevania is up right now. Well, no, season 3, excuse me. Now, they got about 10 episodes. I love this season of Castlevania, uh, the animated uh, series. I mean, I know it's based off a game and a book, but I just love what they're doing with it. This season was so dark, but it was it had a purpose, and it showed everyone's a creature of habit, you know, and it showed why, and then they really get into a lot of action-packed scenes, and then, you know, they even hint about Dracula possibly returning. So uh, if you're looking for something animated also that give you a good scare, Castlevania Season 3, check it out. It's lit. Now, something that I've been wanting to talk about, right, that really was on my mind. Now, Ultracarbons. If you watch Alter Carbon season one, you know, it's like a great sci fi punk like type of show. Everything about it, about basically them uh, taking away uh, just the just the regular mortality of being human, where all your consciousness is is in your stacks and and, and everyone's stack is implanted at birth and then. You can just take your stack out and just be in another body, like a snake shedding its skin. It it really opened my eyes. Season one. So season two with Anthony Mackie, I was really like, okay, let's see what's going to happen here. Now I want to say Anthony Mackey did a great job. Uh, I think season if all right, season one I think was pretty much perfect. I don't think they could have did it any better. So if I gotta do like one out of five stars on a, on a sci fi. I'm going to give it a good uh, four and a half stars. I ain't going to go straight five because it was confusing at times. So I'll give it a four and a half, which is still very hot. We're talking about 95%. I would say season two is going to be a good three and a half for me. And I'm going to say it's a three and a half because the acting was cool. The acting wasn't the problem. It was the plot and where they went with it. Season one was more of a mystery with a hint of, you know, with a hint of romance, but it was a mystery. Uh, Takeshi Kovech was like a detective, and it hit you with all the new sci-fi stuff, so you were kind of learning this new world with him, the main character. Season two is more continuing the romance. Without me spoiling it, I'm going to just say it's more that vibe with the mystery, but not as much. And in doing that, you kind of lost me a little bit because I didn't really come there for that element of the show. I feel like the show is, is kind of even bigger than uh, the romance between Takeshi Kobash and, uh, and Kel, which is uh, his love in the show. And I think they kind of, they altered the direction of the scripts, which I don't think was to Anthony Mackie's uh, strong suits. That's why I would give it three and a half. I think it was entertaining. There were parts and times where it lost my attention, but it brought me right back. I think it ended great. I think the middle was a little up and down. The beginning was strong, the ending was strong, but the begin the middle was a little up and down with my attention span in it. There were certain elements of the show I think could have been better for this season. More elements in this season than last season. And um it was cool. Poe, uh, the AI in the show, great acting job. I like his characters pretty much consistent. And um wanna see what we're gonna what they're gonna do with season three. Carver season two is definitely a must-watch. Check it out. I give it three and a half stars. Um, still a very solid series, uh, but um, the direction definitely changed, which uh, altered my my perception of. Now, uh, I know that everybody is, uh, you know, stuck in the house or most people stuck in the house. So a show for you to watch that kind of is close to what we're going through is Containment, which came out around 2006. They only got one season. out. I thought it was a good show. Uh, I think they possibly just didn't come back after that one season. But check that out. Um, Watch that because that's really good. Uh, I'd give that a solid four on how they did that, and uh, that's literally what we're going through right now. Enhanced, of course, but um, that's definitely something I think you check out because you, you, you like it, because it's real. It's like what we're going through as as I speak it, you know? So, those are some of the stamps that I've that I watched um, that I like uh, on uh, the Netflix. Uh, t- tonight, I believe they're dropping season of uh All American on Netflix um I hope you up on All American I, I haven't really watched season 2 haven't had a chance to check it out so I will be checking out season 2 and then doing some reviews uh, doing stamps for the next time I do a Get to the Bag podcast and I will also be on my YouTube channel Vinciano the Prince or just Vinciano um And I will be doing uh, actual reviews about five to six minutes on different shows and movies um, that I've been watching and getting more detail. And then depending on how you like it, I might do a spoiler review after doing it. So uh, Black Lightning season three, got to give it a watch, going to binge watch that, see what's up with that. And All-American season two. Just dropped tonight, So, you got All-American Season 2 and Black Lightning Season 3. If you didn't watch those, you can watch those. Uh, can't rate them yet. Can't give them any stars because I didn't watch them, but they're good references. I've seen previous previous seasons. Um, give you another international one because I like to mix it up. Some subtitles, some not. Uh, and, and y'all got to stop acting like reading these subtitles is really is really that bad. Because I be trying to put people on certain stuff, and they be like, oh, it's in subtitles. Man. If you don't act like you could read, cut it out. Cut it out, all right? Another one is Ragnarok. Um, it is uh, basically a show about Norse mythology, but mixed into a 2020 version with kind of reincarnated versions. So I don't want to give it away too much, but you got a main character named Magna. He gets shocked when he moves back uh, to a town in Norway where he basically starts going through changes. I'm going to leave it at that, but it's a very good show. I really like it a lot. I'm excited for season two. If you like Norse mythology, Viking, stuff like that, check out Ragnarok. All right. It's about six episodes. You're definitely going to like it. It's not going to... You're not going to waste your time, so check that out. Uh, Spencer Confidential, I didn't finish it. I watched it, and I had to stop, but uh, I want to finish it to get my full rating. It seems pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. It has a lot of same Mark Wahlberg-esque, like, just so cliche things about it, but I'm going to finish it to get my full review. I don't want to just... Judge it and only watch half of it, but so far from what I've seen, like, yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely shows a lot of hints of, uh, a lot of hint of Mark Wahlberg's work of the past. Uh, for all my anime folks, um, a couple stamps for you. B Stars, which is new on Netflix, is about, uh, basically a society where animals are living like humans, they go to school, they live together. And uh, they act and plays and stuff, shows uh, and but there's they're animals, you know, so you'll have carnivores living with omnivores, so and you see the divide and the and the prejudice and all of that and um, it's basically about a wolf that kinda starts to like a bunny. It's a little weird, but it's elements of it that's interesting, drama feel, And uh, some you want to watch if you want to watch some animation that is new. Uh, so you can check that out. Uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Uh, I think that's a good se- uh, series. They got uh, season one and two. Both seasons are kind of different. They follow the life uh, and lineage of this guy named JoJo and his whole family line. And as they go through different family lines, they're like different seasons. A lot of action, a lot of supernatural stuff you like the anime check it out you'll like that too so uh those are some of the stamps i got for you right now um it's a couple movie stamps i got but i don't want to give those away just yet i might get on the actual youtube channel and give you a video a review for those so those are some of the things that you can watch while you're basically in quarantine uh with the rest of us trying to figure out what we gonna do with all this time with our families and if we really do like our families <laughs> you got a lot of people actually being around their kids <laughs> for the first time during this quarantine so you know it's all good definitely check those out um uh a lot of other stuff they drop on netflix but those are the, the first biggest ones to, to jump out at me. Still waiting on some shows to drop, like The Boys Season 2 or uh, Amazon Prime. Now be a great time to drop it, uh, see how that's going to go, because that's a good series and uh, something I'm looking forward to also. So those are some stands for you to check out. Let me know what you think. You know, reach out to me. Uh, let me know on Instagram, Vinciano underscore the underscore prince. Or hit me up on my YouTube channel, Vinciano, you know, and let me know what you think about some of these shows. And uh certain things you want me to watch and give my uh give my review on. Definitely gonna be doing that too. So let me know what's going on. Uh, dang, my man Idris Alba tested positive for the coronavirus. That's a hurt piece. Uh, that is a hurt piece, man. I hope he's okay. Um, I seen a little video he did on Instagram. Uh, I don't know if that was his wife, but she was mighty close. I don't know if she got it too, but she she definitely probably got it now. Um and uh Yeah. It's 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 wild right now. Looks like they're about to do a actual live White House coronavirus task force press conference. And uh that's crazy. You got some movies being canceled. I think they were shooting they were working on some movies that they had to cancel production or postpone con- uh production. Excuse me, postpone. Uh, Yeah, they had to postpone that because, you know, they don't want people getting Corona while on the set and they out here trying to, you know what I mean? Um, so that's what it's looking like. That's what it's looking like for entertainment. Once I got some new stamps for you, I'll let you know. So uh, trending topics. Now, <sighs> with everything that's going on right now, right? With everything that's going. Uh, i'm pretty much a firm believer that we will be okay will there be more deaths will there be more you know confusion will there be more uh you know panic probably because just like in most cases when you get sick it gets worse before it gets better and then it gets better And I feel like we haven't been through something like this in a while. So this is why everybody's kind of, well, I don't think we've ever been through something like this, but they shut down everything. So that's why people are panicking. Plus it goes off of, I believe, you know, the vibe of the people in charge. I don't think people have a lot of confidence in the people that's in charge. So in doing that, it's like they don't put your mind to ease. It's just like, okay. This person's in charge. We going through this. Time to freak out, you know. But you know, it's crazy because they're saying, they're, like, for example, like counties in the Bay Area, right? They're under lockdown, okay. Straight lockdown, okay. Roughly 6.7 million people got to stay in their homes, okay. Because the and now this is a quote here, right here, right? Because of the risk. Of the rapid spread of the virus and the need to protect all members of the community of the Bay Area region, especially including our members most vulnerable to the virus, also healthcare providers. That's in the orders. The order states this order requires all individuals anywhere in San Francisco to shelter in place. That is stay at home. Wow, that's heavy. That is heavy. So, yeah, this was going on. Like, this is what's going on. And I truly believe, okay, I truly believe that people need to calm down. Because even with all this news, you gotta understand there's a lot of people in this world. So, when you see the numbers and the numbers look scary and big, we gotta remember, still a lot of people in this world. So, yeah, the numbers may be bad, but not as bad as they could have been. They tell you, the flu kills way more people than this is every day. We just, we're used to the flu. We're so used to it, it's nothing. You know, you got the flu, right? yeah, but this is new, so it's scaring people. But, you know, we got to protect ourselves and protect our elderly, you know, because I believe, from what I understand, they're the most vulnerable to this you know so you gotta keep your head on the seat swivel and guard your neck wash your hands and just be clean if you're already healthy you should be fine just don't be just don't put yourself at risk now (laughs) You if you're healthy then you probably already been doing what you need to do it's just the exposure that's really gonna help you now Y'all gotta understand, some of y'all people out there going to these supermarkets and buying up everything you can see, you gotta relax, okay? Because number one, there's other people that need stuff too. And you taking everything ain't cool, alright? Because when things really get bad, trust and believe, people see you loading that stuff into your house, and they gonna be right at your crib like it's Walmart, okay? So you, you need to relax, alright? Leave some toilet paper for the rest of us, okay? Okay? Leave some toilet paper for the rest of us. Stay prayed up. Stay blessed up. And most importantly, most importantly, do your own research. Don't just take research that you see and be like, oh, this is, yep, yep, this is it right here. And then that's, that's final. Like, no, do your research. Okay? Because there's a lot of false narratives with this coronavirus. Okay? There's a lot. There's a lot. So in saying that, I'm going to close out this podcast saying since we on quarantine, <laughs> expect a lot more get to the Bag" podcast and a lot more information. So next time I do a podcast, I will be talking about more updates and free agency. I will be talking about what does it mean now for sporting events with the coronavirus how are they going to continue? This going to alter life as we know it indefinitely forever. I'm going to have some more entertainment stamps because I'm going to get to watching some of these shows and see what they're talking about. And I'm going to have to trending the topics day to day about this coronavirus, what you do, what you should, how you should protect yourself. I also did receive some type of uh, tip that I was from yeah so like if you got a a, a bowl a bowl of uh, water right get a bowl put some water in it put freshly boiled garlic in the water okay take eight chopped garlic cloves put it in there add seven cups of water to that and bring it to boil eat and drink the boiling water with the garlic So I'm going to say it again. You're going to get the water, boil the water, put the boiling garlic in the water, boil the water some more, drink it, and then eat the garlic, okay? That's going to help you out here. Another little remedy I got for you, get the aloe, okay? Get the good aloe, all right? Haitian Osi and the aloe vera. Take some of that, you eat good, all right? little remedies for your boy out the Prince here at the Get to the Bag podcast. Now, normally when I say get to the bag, that's to motivate you to get to that bag. But if you can't get to the bag, just stay home, stay with your family, cherish this time we got, stay prayed up, stay blessed up, and find a way to get to the bag at home. So it's your boy out the Prince signing it off. Get to the bag, God damn it!